Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and we are continuing on today in our study of the right kind of faith. I've entitled this little talk, uh, When Do We Start to Believe God? When do we start to believe God? The Bible begins with God and his creation work. I mean, that's where it starts. It doesn't start with a whole lot of background saying, oh, here's all the reasons uh, we should believe this. It simply starts with God and his creation work. The Hall of Faith chapter, as we commonly call it, Hebrews chapter 11, in essence, begins with faith in recognizing God as creator. Hebrews 11.3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. There are lots of people who claim to believe in God, who claim to believe in Jesus and the gospel, and yet they don't really believe Genesis 1 and the creation story as God tells it. I mean, this is kind of like, you know, listening to God, and they're looking at God and saying, I don't believe what you're telling me. I mean, some don't start to believe God until after the flood, rejecting the idea of a universal flood, as told us in Genesis 6 through 8. Many people holding to some form of theistic evolution, as it's called, which is a flat-out contradiction, but uh, holding to some form of theistic evolution, and there are various hybrids of, of that, but they reject the plain truth of Scripture from Genesis 1 through 11. Many claiming to be Bible believers take the Bible somewhat normally, naturally, from Genesis 12 on, but at the same time reject the foundation of Genesis 1 through 11, on which the rest of the superstructure of God's revelation builds. What irony! G. Campbell Morgan was correct when he said, quote, The first chapter of Genesis is a battleground. And indeed it is. What you do with Genesis 1 really relates to everything else that builds on it. Richard D. Emmons says, Creationists who want to embrace evolution reject natural selection in favor of supernatural selection. Thus, theistic evolution tries to ride two horses going in opposite directions. All true evolutionists reject theistic evolution, as do all true creationists. You cannot be an evolutionist and uphold scripture, nor can you be a theistic evolutionist and be consistent with God's word. Amen. True, uh, true God-honoring faith begins at Genesis 1.1. Faith takes God at his word, and if one won't believe him in the matter of origins, it is questionable whether one really believes him at all. The whole of the Bible ties to the creation theme. Genesis 1.1, Revelation 4.11. Jesus tied the beginning of creation to the creation of Adam and Eve. See Mark 10.6. Thus, to reject a literal Genesis 1 is also to reject the testimony of Jesus. And that, my friends, is serious. Theistic evolution places death prior to Adam and Eve, contradicting the truth of Romans 5.12, which says, quote, through one man, that's Adam, through one man, sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men. Theistic evolution is forced 
to take the creation account in a symbolic way, but the rest of the scripture takes it literally, that is, normally. The issue is this, will we believe God or man? You can't have it both ways. The great battle is over whether to take the account of creation week literally and whether we take the time frame presented in Genesis literally. Can the earth really be that young? Huh? The answer is yes. The processes of creation week were unique, and God created things wired with the appearance of age. I mean, Adam and Eve didn't show up on the scene as babies. They were created full-grown. You'd say, well, goodness, uh, they're not three days old. They, they look full-grown. Yeah, God created them that way with the appearance of age. The creation days of Genesis 1 are shown to be literal 24-hour days, as seen in 1, the terms the evening and the morning, which commonly reference a 24-hour day. Number 2, when the word day is used with a number in the Old Testament, it always refers to a literal 24-hour day. And 3, the rhythm of the day's in the creation week correspond exactly to our weekly rhythm. God did not work six ages and then rest one. Well, it is generally conceded that the time frame from Abraham to Christ was about 2,000 years, and the time frame from Christ until the present is about another 2,000 years. What is hotly contested is the time frame from the creation until Abraham. <clears throat> until Abraham. The <clears throat> genealogical lists in Genesis 5 and 11, when taken at face value, present a time figure of about 2,000 years. Now, some argue that there may be gaps. Oh, the gaps. There may be gaps represented in these lists. But as Henry Morris said, quote, if such gaps exist, however, they must be relatively of small magnitude. Otherwise, the lists become pointless and might as well have been omitted altogether. Exactly. James J.S. Johnson shows that whether or not the Genesis genealogies are open or closed, the time frames given in Genesis are precise. There are 19 sequential links in this unbroken chain. And allowing for the reality of partial years, the time from creation to Abraham was not less than 1,948 years and not more than 1,985 years. You can read the complete article and uh, it's online. But note, thus, the earth is about 6,000 years young. Can we believe God? Well, he was the only one that was there. I take him at his word. I hope you do too. Hebrews 11 spells out the nature of of faith, the kind of faith that pleases God. And without this faith, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews 11, 6. It is by faith that we understand that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Hebrews 11, 3. Abraham believed in God who calls into being that which does not exist. Romans 4, 17. It is only those who share in Abraham's kind of faith that are truly his sons, Romans 4, 16 and Galatians 3, 7 through 9. 
if we believe in the power of the fourth word of the Bible, that is the word God, we will have no problem with the fifth word, created, the nature of a true saving faith, in harmony with Hebrews 11, shows up on the very first page of the Bible. The object of saving faith is the Lord Jesus Christ, but the nature of a true saving faith relates to the whole counsel of God. It takes God serious from the very first page of the Bible.